0: and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?
0: Hello, my love.
2: Hello, baby.
0: Ready to talk about some sex? Yes,
2: please. Sex
0: in the twenty twentieth century, twenty in twenty twenty, the twenty first century of twenty twenty.
2: <laughs> what do you think it's going to be like?
0: Twenty twenty. Um, well, we're are there going
2: to be a lot of jokes about hindsight? <laughs> I don't I, even
0: know. Uh, you know what, babe? It's not. It, so we're recording this uh, right now in December. Of 2019, and uh, because we're we're getting all these recordings kind of jammed in before you you take off on your road trip, and I don't know, but I think you just came on, you just figured out a meme that could blow up, babe. Remember the time that I put you on the front page of Imager?
2: Yeah, that was a good time. That was a good time. There was a picture of me from grade. Three.
0: You had a rat tail. With my
2: rat tail and, and my your, mushroom cut.
0: And it was your birthday, and I think you said something along the lines of, "For my birthday, I would love to be on the front page Damn. of Imager." Yeah, And I took page. that. For, I took that photo, and I put it on Imager, mm-hmm. and I made that the caption. Yeah. My wife's for my wife's birthday. She wanted to make the front page of Imager, and that photo got uploaded, like upvoted, like I don't know, whatever it was, like thirty-five thousand upvotes or whatever Mm -hmm. because it was the cutest little picture of this like this like eight-year-old little boy with a rat tail yeah except it wasn't a little boy it was you
2: um it's so hard because i was so boy crazy at that that age and pretty much my whole life that uh, anybody
0: who who was on our patreon who got that little christmas gift yeah they know. completely understand.
2: Yeah. Um, and they they that just it it's weird that I would have gotten a mushroom. Uh, actually, can I tell you a, a real story?
0: Okay, you know what? Can I p- we gotta put that up on our Instagram, that fucking photo.
2: What? That of photo my mushroom of cut? Sure, tub. fine, that's yeah,
0: fine. I'll find, it. I'll find it and put it up.
2: But anyway, what I wanted to say was I had my I think my first real girl crush right before I got that mushroom cut, she had a mushroom cut and a rat tail <laughs> and her name was Jolene uh, and she was such a tomboy. She played hockey and like sports, stuff like that. And like, she was just really cool. And, um, um, I think I had a crush on her and I, to this day, I have no idea what happened to her. She, she's probably out there in the world living her life and probably not really a lesbian, but I was like, mm.
0: but she had a rat tail too.
2: She had a rat tail and a mushroom cut and, mushroom I, got cut and same, rat tail. I got the same haircut as her.
0: It, was That, that was, was that my going, way of was showing that, affection. Was that kind of like popping off back then? Or yeah. did she, was she just kind of like set in the bar?
2: It was popular for boys at that time.
0: Right. Totally. Yeah. I had a rat tail when I was like around that, like close to that year.
2: My little sister, Fern, got a matching haircut of oh mine. God, we were always so in cute. matching dresses and matching haircuts. That's
3: so cute. Yeah. Um, it's pretty
2: cute.
0: I, uh, You know what I did when I was young is I, I bleached my hair. That was a big thing. Buzzed it and bleached it, and then and then I was like, "Why do I look so weird?" I was trying to figure it out because my hair was just yellow; it wasn't blonde. It was fucking piss yellow. So that's probably one reason why it looked weird. But also the reason why it looked weird, and I figured it out, was because my eyebrows were so dark. So I did. We bleached my hair. My I did bleach my hair myself, and at my friend. We didn't
2: Mich- do the eyebrows
0: at my friend Mitchell's house. And I tr- I was gonna do my eyebrows, and then Mitchell's mother walked in and was like, "Don't you." fucking dare put that near your eyes and i was like ugh fine and so Moms. i just i just le- i just left it and uh yeah i was walking around with piss yellow hair with black eyebrows at
2: least you have your eyesight
0: i do i can still see yeah
2: actually isn't your eyesight i have 2020? 2020 vision in the year 2020 <laughs> <laughs> okay great
0: yeah so uh i do have perfect eyesight
2: yeah it's probably eyes are- the
0: only perfect thing about me. His my- eye
2: health, goddamn.
0: And I don't even eat carrots.
2: <laughs> That's true. How do you get your? How do you take care of your eyesight? Just avoid putting bleach in them.
0: Well, uh, since that day, I haven't put bleach in it once. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, that'll help you out.
0: That'll help you out. What other stupid shit did you do as a kid?
2: Oh my god, so much stupid shit. Once I put my cat, like I got a kitten. And I was like, I had this whole... I was in grade seven. This is way too old to be fucking thinking shit like this. But I had this whole daydream. Now everybody who's listening who's listening to the Patreon, my journal, knows how boy crazy I was. There was this boy whose attention I wanted. His name was Jonathan. And I thought that if something scary happened to me at school like there was something alive and moving in my locker and it sprung out at me and i gasped that i would become a damsel in distress who needed rescuing
0: oh my fuck
2: so i put my cat in my backpack and brought it on the bus
0: oh my god with
2: this idea that i was gonna put it in my locker and like be totally surprised that there was a cat in my locker and um i know you guys i was still to this day i probably manufacture all kinds of drama in my life but um Anyway, like about 20 seconds into the bus ride, I realized this was a fucking terrible idea. The cat would not Panic. stop panicking. Yeah. And my bus driver, um, Don Kaisley, I remember him to this day. He uh, he fucking pulled a a U-E with that school bus and we dropped my cat off at home.
0: Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, it didn't work out so well. So that was pretty stupid. I did that. That's
0: super cute.
2: I was always just trying... I called every... Little Mary McLean trying to I bring was, her cat into I was trying the, to find this boy from camp. Not Thomas, but this other boy. And I... all
0: these characters that... <laughs> ger- that
2: and I uh, I called every Callahan in the Prince Edward Island phone book trying to find this boy that I met at camp right. who was my first slow dance. Right. Um. What else did I do that was... Really dumb as a kid.
0: I put my nuts in a laser that was being shot into space, but I was uh, i was a full I was a I was an adult. I was yeah I was twenty years old.
2: Okay, well that was
0: a green laser at the University of Acadia. It's probably still there. They were shooting the laser at the moon, um, and for for God knows what there some it was you know the science kids there at this at the university were collecting some kind of data. And you could see the laser, like you could see this green beam, about the width of my uh, index finger, shooting right up into the night sky. And it and it was on this big machine that looked like a giant, like a giant generator, bigger than a car. And uh, it was obviously fenced off. You're not allowed to like go in there because you could probably get fucking electrocuted. I was just hammered, and I was like, I'm gonna get up there and put my nuts in it. Yeah. And then uh, and I did. I put my ball sack in the in in the 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 path of the laser beam and i heard because like when you're there all, you can hear like and then i put my nuts in and i just was it was like <laughs> it was like i could see it like it changed pitch and i went
2: oh fuck maybe you weren't always sterile yeah
0: maybe
2: that um, day
0: right because right because i didn't know then yeah <laughs> Yeah, it, took, it was another couple Maybe of years.
2: you severed your own vas deferens.
0: Maybe I did. Wow. That'd be fucking crazy. That would be crazy. It was really funny. Like, I did everything for the laugh. So, uh, there was a few people there. They thought it was very funny. It was worth it. I didn't get hurt, I don't think. My balls feel fine.
2: Yeah, I'm sure they're fine. It's been enough years. They would have fallen off if they were going to fall off.
0: I mean, I, I have three now. I woke up the next day with an extra <laughs> ball, but that's fine.
2: Growing out of your butthole.
0: <laughs> oh, God. That's not... That's That's just a hemorrhoid. <laughs>
2: Oh man
0: Uh, What else What is stupid shit That I do Man I I just vandalized stuff This
2: is all fresh From like Reading my My diaries From that age Like 12 years old And I I remember um, I watched the movie Clueless in grade 6 And I watched it With my big sisters And I was like Oh I did not get That it was a joke I was like This is how you get To be cool And popular You just like (laughs) Say super mean shit about oh, other people you're no. a bit of, like and I th- I totally thought like being a mean girl was actually how you would you get like cool like
0: come the comedy and that's why I finished high school with
2: one single friend oh my
0: Jesus yeah I guess I guess you know if you're gonna show I'm all about showing kids horror um I think it's like I think it's a great thing for kids is to like scare the fuck out of them mm-hmm. with with uh you know whether it's like like modern horror movies books That kind of thing. Um, And I'm not fucking joking. Like, I honestly think it's, I think it's great. I think you just scare the crap out of your children with that stuff. Uh, Because it will, it, they'll love it. They will love it. They'll have awful nightmares. They'll never go to sleep. It'll be fucking traumatic for you, the parent. Because it'll just be a pain in the ass. But they will end up loving it. Yeah. Guaranteed. But I think, I think you, you also need, when you, if you're going to do that, you need to be able to like explain to them that this is all, um, fake. You know, it's not—it's not real, mm-hmm. and like I think that's also good for kids. You know, like it's a good learning lesson. I'm—I'm d- right. I'm no parent, so I'm sure there's people out there going, "This is a fucking awful idea." <coughs> well, I'm just be—you know what, parents. You're lucky are, I'm not your uncle, your kid's uncle.
2: Parents got a lot on their hands. I—I I, I was just thinking about like I was trying to think of other stupid things that I've done, and I was thinking about like nights. So I—I I, I spent my summers at a campground, and um, there were all these like kids around and um, I had a curfew, like a pretty strict curfew and I wasn't allowed to like, like I was really not allowed to go out late at night or out at night or down to the beach for campfires with all the other kids, teenagers, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like because of those tight, tight controls on my life, I, I probably narrowly avoided like a lot of really unpleasant preemptive sexual experiences. Narrowly like, avoided? Yeah. Like, I remember, like, you know... You weren't allowed to do it. You you widely avoided it. But I hung out with the same kids up until a certain time of night when they all went down to the beach to have fires and, like, give each other blowjobs and whatever <laughs> shit that they did down there that, <laughs> right. that I was do you not know, allowed.
0: Do you know that that's what they were doing?
2: Yeah, pretty sure.
0: Or is that just the... Like, no, that's just what your, like, your stepmother was like. Fingered. No, they're going down there finger-blasting and oh, blowing. she
2: would never, ever ever say that. Right of
0: course. So and so were you just in your head going well everyone else is down there. I'm no. sure they're all blowing each other and finger banging. No, each other. I would
2: hear stories later and I'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm horrified." by that like right. I would hate to have been in that position because I would not know what to do if a guy was like if I was like 13 and a guy was like hey give me a blowjob I would have been like I'm uncomfortable and I would have run away probably or I would have put a penis in my mouth not wanting to which would have been even worse yeah it would have been bad but I know a lot of other people were doing it but I feel I feel like you
0: didn't narrowly miss it I feel like you missed it
2: by with, a wide berth like, yeah, yeah, yeah thanks um, to my stepmother yeah um
0: okay cool yeah well,
2: we did some dumb things, though. It's a miracle any of us live to adulthood.
0: And now, we're, now here we are, and and we made it all the way to 2020, and I'm 32 years old, yeah. and you're 30, what are you, 30, 32, 3 four? You're third. You're turning 36 this year. Yep. Yeah. In a month's time, a month and a little bit. Yeah.
3: Holy that's right. fuck! You're gonna Good be 36,
0: dude. That's old. Good
2: remembering. I'm almost 40.
0: Thirty six is old, man.
2: I'm almost forty.
0: I was thinking thirty two the other day because I'm. Well, I was thinking the other day before I was thirty two because now I am thirty two because it is twenty twenty and we've you just made had it. your birthday. Uh, I just had my birthday, although I don't know. I feel like um, I feel like John from Watchmen, where I'm living in two different lives and two different timelines all at the same time. Um, because it's not twenty twenty right now when we're recording this. Uh But I was thinking about how I'm about to turn 32, and yeah. I am 32 now that you're listening to this. Yeah. And I was thinking, I'm I'm going to be old. It's the yeah. first time I ever thought I'm going to be old.
3: Yeah.
2: Because 32 is old? Yeah. Or are you just, are you actually looking at your life like maybe you're going to live longer than you've always... I mean, you, you always thought 30 was your goal and that everything else was bonus time. Yeah. But now... Now that you're go- into your thirties, do you have a new sort of expectation you set for yourself, or are you just kind of winging it now?
0: I don't know, man. I don't want to live too much longer. Really? I'm. I'm I, I see myself living probably until forty, but who fucking knows? There's this new pill that just came out. I mean, no one can get their fucking hands on it, but it, could, it did come out, and it could. It's That's- very. It's a curative. It's not a cure, but it's. Curative.
2: That's the craziest thing to me when they're like, we found something that would be super helpful. It costs a million dollars. You're like, look, bitches, that's just a bunch of different piles of powder that you squish together in a pill. Hand it out.
0: Yeah, but that's just not the way the world works. It doesn't we, make we live any a, sense We live in a capitalist society. It doesn't so make any sense so to me. So money needs, there needs to be money. People need to get paid. I guess. I heard a crazy thing the other day uh, because there's all this discussion in my world right now about, the pill, the, yeah, about tricaf to this pill that could, you know, just like changing people's CF's lives, and uh, we're t- we're having a lot more conversations with like people whose job it is to lobby for those kinds of things, and
2: oh, on sick boy, I
0: mean, um, or just in general, in uh, outside of yeah, like within the world, okay. and uh, at, at certain meetings and and things like that, and something that has uh, that that we heard through the grapevine. Um, through somebody's job who's very close to basically basically there's someone's job where these people bring and this is like some probably some conspiracy shit but they bring a piece of paper that goes hey we have this drug that can cure this disease that can like eradicate this one thing and it's guaranteed we figured it out here it is and that person's job is to look at it and go hmm not a big enough market for it. So, or next, what else you got?
2: Oh man! In that
0: wild, what a world! In that wild, I mean,
2: it's like none of it's like there's no humanity sometimes.
0: Yeah, I don't you know? know. There's a, there's a balance to it all.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Healthy perspective. Yeah. Healthy perspective. It's
0: 2020. You know, everything's in hindsight. In 2020.
2: I don't know if you quite nailed it. We'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there.
0: Uh, do you want to hit a brain boner?
2: Yeah. Okay. So this one came uh, a while back, but I think it's there's lots of valuable stuff in here. So um, we'll we'll take a tackle on it, and uh, if it's helpful to this this the person who wrote in that's great, and maybe it'll be helpful to some of the rest of you because I think there's some things in here that are kind of relatable. Here we go. Hi, Bridie and Jer. I've been dating the same person since I was 19. I'm 25 now. We just had our sixth anniversary recently. I asked them out as a casual thing, but then fell ass backwards into a long-term relationship. Everything happened pretty fast, and we were each other's first times. We're really compatible as people, and we've been through hell and back together, but we haven't had sex in three years. We had fun in the bedroom for a while, but we both dealt with some serious medical issues that put a damper on our intimacy. I have endometriosis and a painkiller allergy, which made orgasm painful for about a year till treatments kicked in. And they are on daily medication, which has completely turned their libido off. We've just sort of stopped and never started again. I've really felt this affect our relationship and my own mental health. I feel lonely and undesirable when my partner doesn't want me, even though that I know it has nothing to do with me or even our relationship. I like sex a lot it's an important part of intimacy and connection for me I never got a chance to experiment in the way many of my friends did and I only ever went on one proper date before I met my partner the idea of living the rest of my life sexless scares the hell out of me we talked about it a few weeks ago I realized recently that I think I'm poly and they told me that after some thought they identify as gray asexual and definitely monogamous. We didn't have time to work out a solution and tabled the talk until the end of this month. I would like to talk about potentially opening up the relationship, but I don't know where to even start. I'm terrified of sending the message that they aren't enough for me just because of their libido. On the other hand, I'm ashamed of my own need for intimacy, and I can't help feeling like a huge asshole for wanting sex even when I'm happy everywhere else. I am mostly scared that if we open the relationship on my end, I will end up hurting them or wanting to leave the relationship altogether. Any thoughts or advice, yours?
0: Well, let's. That that's a lot uh, in there. And this, as you were reading that email, this dog was just begging to go out for a piss. So go let that dog out. Um. All right. Well, I um. Geez, I don't know. What do you think, Bride? I feel There's like we little- get this kind of question quite a bit. Yeah. You know, um, this like I I feel I identify as as polyamorous but my partner I'm afraid doesn't or my partner just Won't, does not yeah. or doesn't entertain the idea. And almost every single time I feel like I have the same answer or I have the same like kind of feeling which is like well, what do you need? Yeah. Like I understand that you you want you want everything to work out and in an ideal world that that's definitely the way it goes. But like, if you are at a point at a crossroads in your life where you need the, you need to feel the physical and romantic affection of other people. Um, and you're in a, you're, you're currently in a monogamous long-term relationship, mm-hmm. but it's an absolute need to have this other experience, yeah. then you need to voice that to your partner and they will either be game or not game. Yeah. And sometimes being game isn't like they're going to be on board right away. You know, might take some time, might take a lot of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Compromise. And discussion and effort and it's a big journey.
2: Yeah. Something I think about a lot is how um, one of one of Esther Perel's classic lines is: it, "It we expect from our lover to provide what we once got from a whole village." Yeah. And I think about that a lot because in relationship, in this traditional form format we have of pairing up you can end up in this predicament where you're like, oh, we haven't had sex in three years, but this is the person I love and and that I think I want to spend the rest of my life with. So I just have to decide whether or not I can be sexless for, three, for the rest of my life or if I shouldn't be with this person. And it's like, well, what if you could have both? And that takes, again, like that's another way of, it's easy for us to suggest these things because we've read all these books and we've watched all these talks. And we're and, doing it. And we're doing it, but like if... It might be really helpful for everybody, even just to look at the relationships in your life, the people that you consider to be the closest to you, like, and go, what do I get from these relationships? What do I not get these from? Rela- Re- what do I not get from this relationship? What can I outsource to another relationship?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Or if I want, you know, like what? Yeah, basically, what sort of expectations can I have of this to fulfill me? Because I can't have you be my husband my lover, my brother, sometimes my, you know, sometimes we like parent each other at different times. My coach, my biggest, like confident, somebody who's going to challenge me and push me out of my comfort zone. Like if I expect all those things from you, you're never going to know a fucking hat to wear. And oftentimes you'll probably put on the wrong hat and I'll go, that's not what I need from you. Yeah. But if I have my friendships and I have my relationships with like other people in my life are really strong, then the things that I do need from you, I can get those to you without all this expectation for you to provide everything else. Mm -hmm. So I guess I bring that up because I'm wondering, you know, if if this person identifies as a gray asexual, which... um, What
0: is that? Do you you, want to, like for anyone who doesn't know what that means?
2: There's a, you can hop on uh, asexuality.org. Um, this is the Asexual Visibility and Education Network, or AVEN. A V E N. Um, asexual is generally defined as a person um, who does not experience sexual attraction. Right. Um, gray asexual, because with everything, there's a you know any sort of polarity or any any sort of spectrum. There's there's like there's gray area. So. Um, so the gray area is is that you may feel mostly asexual but right. not entirely. Okay. Um you might feel slightly sexual on an infrequent basis but not enough to fit in with other people you know. Um you experience many of the same things that asexuals do and and most sexual people don't. Um okay. so gray gray ace is also a, a an abbreviated form for that. Got it. Um so if your partner is gray asexual and, and they haven't wanted to have sex in the last for the last 3 years yeah and you are not asexual in any sense of the word in fact you think you might be able to have sex with other people and still be in a loving and committed relationship yeah then I absolutely
0: that equation doesn't match up.
2: No, you need
0: in the in the in the way it is right now. And, yeah, and that's my that's like my my point. It's like, well, something's got to give. There need there needs to be there needs to be some sort of evolution or change. Well, um, yeah, and because it because right it now can't it can't stay it, as it, no is. it it can't stay as is right now. It just it, that won't that won't last, and if it does last, then it's going to last in it and and it seems like it will cultivate a pretty like unhappy unfulfilling environment for potentially two people yeah you know Uh, and in the very least one
2: yeah um the other thing i'm just thinking about is your last sentence there is uh i'm mostly scared that if we open the relationship on my end i will end up hurting them or wanting to leave the relationship altogether we hurt the people we love we don't mean to We do the best we can, but sometimes even with our intentions, our intentions are good. We've done things in a really respectful and honorable way to our partner. People still experience hurt. You cannot prevent someone from feeling hurt. Hmm. Um, And you, and if your intentions are good and you're really mindful and you do the best you can to, to do things in that sort of way, then yeah, someone might get hurt, might feel hurt but it's not because you're a bad person or you did anything wrong just cuz someone's hurt doesn't mean you did anything wrong if unless ex-
0: you hit them with an object right, right. and
2: ha- and they are there hurt there are some cases in which when you hurt someone you are wrong yeah that's right of course. but when it comes to self-expression and having the best healthiest possible relationship with yourself as you can in your life yeah you know you want to avoid hurting other people but Sometimes being who you are is just going to hurt people. Yeah. And it sucks. But um, it's a valuable life skill to learn how to like walk your own path and be kind and be good to people and not necessarily have to make sure they never feel any pain ever. Mm -hmm. Um. And if you do end up wanting to leave the relationship altogether, well, don't you want to know that now instead of five years from now?
0: Fuck. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Five more years of celibacy? <sighs> before you go, you know what? Maybe this relationship. If you're feeling that, it sucks. It's, it's, a, it's a, an edge that's really scary to come close to. But sometimes you get to that edge. You go, oh, no, I don't want to end this relationship at all. Yeah. And it takes walking to that edge sometimes and feeling those out. things, those uh, really scary things to figure it out.
0: Well, I hope that helps. Yeah. I hope you have that um,
2: conversation. If you, I mean, this was again,
0: it was a while ago, a while ago. You yeah. probably
2: have feel free to update us. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Do you got a, uh, just the tips?
2: Yeah. I actually, it's kind of nice because it's sort of in line with this. Um, um, it's 2020.
0: And hindsight is that.
2: Yeah. And looking back at uh, my life probably a month and a half ago before I left on this trip that I'm on right now, um, I was like, what the fuck? I have no saved money. I don't have any reliable way of making money on the road. but, um, But I feel like I need to remind myself of how I can live more simply and how I can be resourceful and I need to give my mind the creative space. I'm going on this road trip even though it makes no practical sense.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's a bit of a leap of faith and, and I am I think my just the tip is maybe there's never a really a good time to, to, to do something that you're like, oh, I'm not prepared for it but but the benefits of doing it Will reveal themselves when you we cross over that other side of that comfort zone.
0: Wow, deep tip. Thanks, baby. That's a that's a deep tip.
2: I'm gonna go let the dog in.
0: Yeah, go let that dog in now. And we'll again. This is the funny thing. I always pause. You guys have no idea. You can't even tell. And we're back. And my just the tip um, is uh, not nearly as deep as yours. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest. A, I probably should have done this before um, before Xmas 2019, um, but whatever. There's never a bad time for board games. It is the winter, you know, and uh, so I'm a big I'm a big fan of board games. It's become, uh, uh, I guess, a hobby of mine in the last like I don't know five six years, and uh, I'm really big on like really elaborate and kind of hardcore board games. Um, but this this one's not so hardcore. It's, it's uh, pretty much anyone can get into it. Uh, it is a board game called Blood Rage, and um, uh, I played it with a, a buddy of mine and Becca recently, and it's just so much fun. It's a it's a quick game. It's you know it's like uh, takes ten minutes to set up. You can play a game in about a you know an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Re- be really a fun game to like bring to a bar with a couple friends and just sit down and play. Uh, but blood rage it's it's uh it's basically you each player controls a a clan of like uh mythological Vikings and you're seeking glory in death as Ragnarok approaches and Ragnarok in the, in the in the m- mythology of of like the Vikings is uh the apocalypse oh. so the apocalypse is is happening Ragnarok is happening and you're trying to find glory um through through battling with other viking clans and 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 like sometimes the way the game works the way the game's set up um uh you like sometimes dying in the game is is actually beneficial to you there's all these different ways you can win and it's it's just a super clever game it's definitely like a board gamers game um it's uh the mechanics of the game are very unique uh very fun very uh well thought out um, I think it was a Kickstarter game, and they just got like they were they get they got like a million bucks or something crazy like that, and so they pumped it out and did a really great job. So if you're into board games at all, um, highly suggest it. It would be a game that like would be great for um pretty much anyone. Like I don't know, I feel like I feel like if you were like 12 or 13, you could probably figure it out. So if you got like a you know you got a kid or or a How nephew, many players. Uh, I think it's up to four okay. uh yeah, two to four players, so you can play with two or three or four, and uh yeah, so blood rage really cool, and the artwork and the miniatures are really fucking cool if you nerd out on that shit, it's You're such a gig, whatever, anyway, <laughs> blood rage is my just the tip. I love it, baby. All right, cool. Well, let's start to this week's episode. It's um, uh, we get we get big into the world of swinging, in particular the world of swinging from a small rural town, mm. uh, and it's uh, it's really fascinating conversation. Um, what was it, Jack and John or J- or Jill and Jake? Jake, Jake and, and Jen. Jill. Jake and Jen. Yeah. Those aren't their real names. No, but um, we
2: love talking to Jake, and he, and um, Jen was hanging out nearby. She didn't want to be on the microphone. She didn't say a
0: fucking word, but, but she said a lot.
2: Oh, my goodness. Her facial expressions, yeah. her reactions to things.
0: They are the cutest little so couple. Sweet. Yeah. So sweet. Uh, so uh, we're going to talk about swinging, and, uh, and we hope you enjoy it, and we love you all, and thank you for everything, and I hope you're having the best 2020 yet. It's early. Long way to go. So So much room
2: for possibility. So much
0: room for for hindsight next year. (laughs) All right. Love y'all. Enjoy it.
2: Yeah, I just I I get uh I can't can't do it. I can't listen to myself.
0: You know what? Um I
2: know I should. That's why I said it's the thing that I know I should do the most. Yeah.
0: And it's it's actually like um you know, when you listen to like podcasters interviewing or interview it podcasters getting interviewed, that's one of the things that they say to do.
2: Is listen? Yeah, is
0: listen back yeah, to your show. Yeah, but you
2: know what? Some like really excellent actors don't watch their own work.
0: This is true? Yep. I think there is value to listening back just so you can like I've learned a lot. I shouldn't and have touched this. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: like, I wonder if it gets lower. It won't go lower. It won't, it won't lower go lower, okay. but
0: you can tilt this. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, oh yeah, yeah. maybe oh just tighten it back up for me. It's taking break things. it Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Just tilt that Why do they make these things so complicated? <laughs> yeah. How much
0: gadgets do you need? <laughs> um. Well, I am. Um, I'm feeling ready.
2: I'm feeling ready. Uh, I'm feeling ready. warm. Warm. It's not warm outside. How's that? For no, segue. it's breezy. <laughs> it's very crisp. Yeah, um, I'm it. feeling a little like foggy today, actually. I feel like a little, just you, you getting excited about going out tonight. I was like, uh oh, my head is spinning. I feel hungover.
0: Yeah, well, I am hungover. I don't
2: know how you do it.
0: I don't know either. So, so I woke up this morning and I hated myself. Mm -hmm. um but uh you know we're here we're here now (laughs) and you only live once so you might as well make the most of it
1: nobody ever went and said like remember that time we went to bed and got lots of sleep
0: uh yeah you know what (laughs) you're right no one says do you you remember that time remember that time we got (laughs) all that sleep
2: oh good night yeah there's oftentimes people go do you remember that time and i go no i don't i was very drunk (laughs) That's true. I would yeah. have rather have been sleeping and not remembered that.
0: Yeah. Um so uh is Jake or Jack? Jake. 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 Okay, sweet. Um uh I that which is okay. Which, I know. I was is, thinking I, Jack and
2: Jill. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: what I was <laughs> no, thinking too. No. Close, uh, but no. <laughs> uh, Jake, you are you're in from out of town. Yeah, uh, you're here with your your lovely partner, who is, yep. who's who's going to be a silent observer in the silent corner. Silent
2: partner, <laughs> if she can resist, resist.
0: giggling <laughs> in the sidelines. Um, uh, but uh, you you sent in an email that was like so well crafted and like long formed, <laughs> and it was it was really great. I got really excited about it um but it's uh we've only really dived into the world of swinging like a couple of times Once on the Once or podcast. twice. Yeah, yeah, like I think maybe two times. Yeah. Um and I don't think it's ever been from um a male's perspective. No, yeah, I, I no. don't uh, think. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Um so there's something kind of uh, exciting about that. Um have you have you listened to like those episodes and and heard me like with my gripes on like, the,
1: yeah, the, I was like, word. I gotta get in there. I gotta get in there. <laughs> the word swinger, like, how it just makes me feel weird. <laughs> to be fair, it makes me feel weird too. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. I think there's a lot of negative connotation around the word, mm-hmm. and like, for a while, it's been. It was a while before we even considered Like, we're like, I guess, I guess we. We're adding people into our sex life, so I, I guess we do fall into that category, and it was like, reluctantly, like, I guess that's what we are. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it was the same. We we're like, this doesn't... Mm.
0: Did you ever feel like you, you wanted to put your own kind of, like, label to it?
1: Yeah, I think... Yeah, we were like, what, what could we... But we we couldn't really come up with anything. Yeah. And then we're like, what were we yeah what we and then if we were to convey that to someone else, they'd be like, "You're what? You're, You're know like what? what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? You yeah, you can't yeah, just right. invent your own words. You can't, like, how do
2: you find your people? If you, yeah, if you can't use the same word as That's everybody, true. yeah.
1: This is true. Like, well, this one's established, so we'll just try to take it back, I guess. And,
0: yeah. <laughs> and, and I want I want to stress, I want people to know that just because the word swinger makes me, it's like the word um, yurt. I just don't like the word. I have no problem with. Yurts. I think they're fucking beautiful. I think they they work well. They're they're you know they're fun to be in when there's music playing. I don't mind yurts. I just don't like the word. I lo- I have no problem with anyone who I've met who's a swinger. It's just the word yeah. that I don't. But like. if
1: you rename it, people will be like, you stayed in a what? Yes, yeah, that's right. <laughs> a yurt. A yurt. <laughs>
0: um, how does one? How does one get into? Uh, into the the lifestyle of swinging because I so, so here's the other thing is you're you're this not what, like
2: this is what stood out to me this is what I remember the most is yeah. like coming from somewhere rural
0: somewhere small you're not yep. a big city slicker you know that's right yeah so um, well, which I feel like uh, th- th- it, the options from a, are limited yeah, yeah coming from a small town like swinging is doesn't seem to be but maybe I'm wrong
1: no yeah. no you're right <laughs> 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 no it was very f- gradual for us it was I remember we. We've been together for 11 years now, quite a while. So uh, I never just remember when we first started, um, Jen took my virginity, actually. So she took it? Yeah, she Whoa. took my V-card. She still has it somewhere. She's still
2: holding it somewhere?
1: <laughs> yeah, I haven't found out where. But um, yeah, so we were both at university, and we had known each other before we went to university, but um, early on we got together, and, and we've been together ever since. So um, we've always had... Really good communication, in the relationship, and a lot of trust. And I remember just things, com- those conversations just kind of happened, like, oh, you know, what what are things you'd want to try, or what would what what, what kind of tickles your fancy? And I just remember saying, like, okay, like you know, one time was, it'd be fun to add someone else, or maybe even she even asked about what my thoughts were on a threesome, and I was like, like most guys, I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. right, sure, yeah, sure, sure. We'll, I'd like, yeah, we'll give
0: that a try. So um, with the with the intention being uh uh MFF.
1: I I no the early first, on, No no I think the early on was kind of like the insinuation that we'd add another female. Yeah. Right, yeah.
0: okay, okay.
1: Yeah, so uh so we did one one day. It was one Was trampone. this like a university thing? This it, was a university thing. Yeah, it was coming uh, close to the end of university. <laughs> okay. And a friend of ours, a mutual friend, came home with us for a long weekend and uh we were at a friend's place at, at a, another person who was at the same university as us and she kinda just said, like, you know, like everybody was there was lots of wine involved and I, I said i was like i was like you should ask her if she'd be interested in that and and the wine i think it was and she was like yeah okay you know <laughs> sure sure so girls as they do they we went to the bathroom together and i remember them they come out of the bathroom together and they look across the living room to me and like, i get a double thumbs up and i was like holy shit right. <laughs> that gonna happen. whoa this is big so i was like okay and then we went out to a dance and and,
0: uh, a dance down at the hall. At the, down pretty the, the, the old much. The old fire hall.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so on the nose. Uh, <laughs> and um, and they were kind of dancing kind of seductively with each other. And I think at that point, Gemma's starting to question her own sexuality. She's like, geez, I like this a lot. <laughs> and all the guys started noticing this. Mm-hmm. So they start, all of a sudden, everyone's like, buying me drinks. Like, boy. you know, the typical male, you Sh- know. yeah. Sure. Which turned out to be bad because the next thing you know i'm waking up the next morning and i was like oh no
2: you missed it
1: yeah oh no you did yep (laughs) oh no i got it was probably the three drunkest times in my life oh my lord wake up the next morning go to rollover i'm like oh no this is awful i feel awful i don't remember getting home i was like (laughs) i assumed nothing happened i was like i i was like i don't know if i'd be madder if it happened and i can't remember or if it just didn't happen right Mm -hmm. And, uh, did
0: it go ahead? Did it go ahead without you?
1: No, no, okay. it didn't. Okay, <laughs> I think the clothes came off, and I think and then I passed out on the kitchen floor. <laughs> that was it. Wow. So I was like, okay, well,
2: but you woke up in bed
1: alone, <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay. in my bunk bed at home. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, this took a turn. This is no good. So. What
0: was the discussion like after that? Because you, because things came so close, right? And yep. and I know that we Brady and I we've talked about. Um, you know when we were first in the same kind of um, scenario where we're looking to like change things up and we decide to go to like a, a sex club for the first time mm-hmm. um, when it got really real when it got really cl- like when we were in it 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 was um, the second time it was like a little too real um, you know the, the, the idea on paper was like yeah, this this sounds really fun. And mm-hmm. then when we started getting into it, it was like, whoa, maybe we're moving too fast. Maybe this is too much. Was there discussion afterwards of of like the night leading up to the failed uh, <laughs> the attempt? The failed the threesome. attempted threesome. Yeah. Um, but was it was there like excitement to go? All right. Well, let's try that again.
1: Yeah. So it actually. So I remember we were uh, kind of just recovering. We were all in pretty rough shape the next day, and. And Jed said, "You know, it's okay. Like, don't don't be too distraught. <coughs> It'll happen eventually." And I'm like, "Okay, uh, I'm gonna try to console myself. It's fine." And then uh, it did land up happening that night. So oh, wait, it's the next day, yeah. That, oh, yeah wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So oh, that's comforting. Yeah. That's a so nice things. Yeah. Cure. So it was. It was. It was. It was good. Yeah. So <laughs> good, after, thing,
2: good thing it was a long weekend.
1: Yes. Exactly. If it was just the Saturday night, it would have been just game over. But um, <laughs> so after that, we were both really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, you know we both really enjoyed it and, and at that point Jim was like I think yep I think I qualify as bisexual and I'm like y- you might <laughs> yeah so um and and then I'm like well I'm not one of those you know um there's both sides so I was like okay so you we added a female so now we can next time we'll we'll try another a guy and I was like well we'll give that a try so uh she's like yeah okay yeah <laughs> that was the, the, yeah. The, that yeah. was like your immediate well that was because a lot, you you know in our culture it's it's very you know guys expect that oh well you know we th- everyone should be good with a threesome when you're adding a woman but mm-hmm. hey don't try to add another guy into this yeah. you know it's very one-sided like that so yeah like, no no there's none of that so i was like well we'll try a guy so it was it was months and months later probably probably six months or so and uh, the opportunity arose and it was just a train wreck oh, oh, no. oh yeah yeah so how come um he didn't know what he was doing okay. mostly Mostly. Did you feel
2: like you knew it? What do you mean you didn't know what you were saying? Like in the moment?
1: Yeah, just just really bad at sex.
2: Oh, just not. a Yeah, good lover. yeah, just to one or two partners. Yeah, just probably.
1: yeah. So um, it was the first time I think I've ever reached down and and uh, I was like, whoa, she's completely dry. She's not enjoying this at all. And and then and then I to find out like she was just like he was just rough. And oh my god, nobody should ever grab a clitoris that hard. Like, <laughs> dear god, it was. It was terrible. Right. So, so that kind of because it was a kind of a fantasy, for her, mm-hmm. and I was totally like, yeah, like you know, we did the female thing. Now we'll try the male thing, and but she was just like, nope, fantasy ruined. Don't wanna. Don't want any part of that.
0: Turn me on. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors.
1: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for twenty percent off your first purchase. Cool
2: fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare Short Term Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at
3: UH1.com.
0: When you got when you guys were going into it, was there discussion on like like how you would be involved you know like is there was there a part of you that's like well yeah maybe I'll you know let's find a guy who's willing to fool around with both of us or is it like not at that time two of us will will basically service you yeah I think that was kind of
1: it was I don't even think it was talked about but that was kind of the understanding that we knew him and we knew he wasn't he wasn't by or by curious or anything like that so it was kind of understood that it we the guys wouldn't be touching or engaging or okay anything like that but uh so yeah, after that it was just we're like, okay, well, maybe we'll just uh, maybe we'll just stick to the females. But that was kind of university was ending, so that kind of that kind of ended that phase of where that kind of stuff is okay, I guess.
2: Well, it, it probably just happens with a little more ease when you're in that social that's right built-in social environment.
1: Yeah, so then after you know you're done university, there's jobs, and then and we li- we're living rural Nova Scotia. It's like okay, so now how do we go about? finding people that are into that kind of stuff mm. had no idea where to look mm-hmm. so um so we vacation um and so we're like okay well let's we were going out to toronto so we kind of looked up places and we're like let's try out the aqua lounge like we, we had heard about it so we're like you know let's let's give that a try
0: and for people who aren't familiar oasis uh aqua lounge is a uh sex club on on mutual Girard. and Curtin. Is it oh, your or yeah, it might be around there. I it's on, it was, It's the corner of Mutual and and uh, maybe Mutual Car- and Carlton. Carlton, yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's like a renovated Victorian mansion. It's that's like three right. stories, and yeah. it was a super cool place. We went in the middle of the day because <laughs> we were very nervous, so we're like, let's just check it out. Let's yeah. check it out in so, the daylight. Yeah, exactly. I love
0: that it's open in the middle of the day, all yeah. day. Like, yeah. Yeah. The like there's
1: people just like sitting at the bar, like with the laptop, just doing some work, just yeah. hanging out. Yeah, and um, and that was kind of our first experience with just being naked in a shared space. So it was kind of like we were kind of easing into it that way with the kind of a little bit of exhibitionism. Mm-hmm. And talk, like, can we talk about
2: that for a, a minute? Because yeah. I don't think we've ever... We've talked about sex club lots, but there's that first experience of walking oh, in and being wild. naked with a bunch of people, it's and it's trippy. not it's not like a locker room, you know?
1: Yeah, it's very trippy. Yeah. Oh, we were terrified. It's Absolutely kind of like,
2: terrified. where do you look? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. where
1: do your eyes go? Yeah, you're very aware of where you're looking. Yeah, like, try to make eye contact with everyone. <laughs> yeah, and like
2: just
0: don't your neck, be weird. Yeah. Open your eyes really wide and just look <laughs> on the horizon the whole time. I had one, I had one of those dog cones
1: on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: right. A blacked out dog cone. Yeah. 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 yeah so.
1: So, no, that was super cool. We were, we, you walk in the door and then you go down, immediately go down the stairs and there's kind of a check in desk there. And we kind of walked in and they, were, and they yelled up the stairwell. And they're like, first time, guys? Yeah. <laughs> and we're yeah. like, just, it's pretty obvious, huh? Just all One over gave your face. It away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, that's, yep. <laughs> yeah, so that was kind of our first, our first, um, that's kind of, because we were easing into it. Like some people just jump into it, like, hey, let's add a couple to our sexual life. So we didn't do that at all. We definitely eased into it. We tried the threesome thing and then we're like, okay, well, so we went in exhibitionism, and we were kind of like, "Oh, this is kind of." We kind of just discovered that we liked being watched, and we liked kind of watching. We're like, "Okay, this is." Mm-hmm. And it's very set up like that. There, you can they have like the back half of an old like Volkswagen van. that You can like open the back doors and have sex in the back of the van. Yeah, it's oh, like nice. fucking on the set of Scooby Doo. Yeah, it's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it was after that when we started. We we vacationed in Europe, and we're like, okay, well, if you can, fi- if we're gonna find swingers, I guess Europe's a good. They're pretty liberal, so. So again we we s- found some sex clubs and again we didn't we didn't engage with anyone. We were just kind of really just trying to get comfortable being in that space.
0: Where I in think. Europe did you go? Uh
1: that trip was uh, in Paris. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so um so you found a sex club in Paris. Yes. Cool. That was terrifying too. And uh <laughs> it's very different from here. Like really? everyone's it's it's a hundred euro to get in and everyone's like suiting suits and it's very fancy and I was just like oh my god and it was cool once we were there like you walked in and to the right there was a dance floor and like a bar and you wouldn't know some people topless but other than that you wouldn't know that it was any kind of different than a normal nightclub but then if you go left through the curtain then there was a whole scene back there okay yeah yeah. and we were not we were not at that level we had we went in there and we kind of found a little corner and had sex eventually before we left because so we we're going to be mad at uh, mad at ourselves if we left without it. Spent spent 100 euros <laughs> yeah. and we didn't even bang in there. <laughs> yeah.
2: So people pay a 100 euros and they show up in their suits or yeah. whatever. They just just come this is just like where they go after work and then slowly they end up naked or like is is it
1: This place wasn't like the Aqua Lounge. The Aqua Lounge is kind of like it's understood that you can be completely naked. You can just have a towel on. This place was a little... F- it was fancier. It was like, you stay dressed in this section. There was some to- some toplessness, but other than that, right. if you're going to get naked, you go into the back.
0: It's, it's kind of like kind of Wicked, right. which was the first sex club we went to, which do- doesn't exist anymore in Toronto, at least. But it was like, downstairs was a nightclub, and it was yeah. not clothing optional. Like, you, you had to wear clothes. Um, And you couldn't have sex in that section. Right but as soon as you go up the stairs to like second and third level uh you it's clothing not optional you can't wear clothes <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, they're like you you got to take that shit off and we're giving you a towel yeah. so uh so yeah it's like they, they they it was very separated whereas like you're right oasis is like hey come on in it the whole yeah. thing's like a bathhouse like you 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 can just yeah. As soon it's as of, you as soon as you register with us, your clothes can whip right off. And yeah. Headphones. So that was
1: that was us. It was we were there in February, and mm-hmm. they were like, you know, the hot the pools outside and it's heated. Yeah. And and the hot tubs heated, and you can just tour around, do whatever. So that was. So that was our first. So after that, we were kind of like, okay, and then and then, eventually, we <coughs> landed up in. Um, we kind of we had decided. We talked about it. and We're like, you know, is something. Jen was like, you know, I would like to. Had that experience with a guy, but I don't want to just, just a guy. She goes, so that's kind of how we landed on couples. We're like, Mm -hmm. you know, she, she's like, you know, I'd really like to be playing with another, another woman. And it'd be fun to play with a guy. So we're like, we're like, okay, let's go with the couples. Then you kind of, it kind of ensures that the guy maybe knows what he's doing. It's not just want a talk, talk kind of fella. So, so it was our, it was a, a sex club in Spain. Very sexy place. Yeah. In Madrid that, um. It was kind of like you know how Boston Pizza set up <laughs> when you walk in and there's like a bar on one side, yeah, and bar then, on the right, yeah. Family it was side it was on exactly one. like you walked in, <laughs> and all to the right it was just a big a big bar and there was there was uh, flat screens everywhere and I think they had the Victoria's Secret the runway show on and and. Uh, Share was playing, and I was like, "Okay, nineties music." I was like, "This is interesting."
0: What's up with the music in Europe? I feel they're like very they're, yeah, yeah, they're very attached
1: to our nineties music. Yeah, they're
0: very. They get really stuck in an era, yeah. and it takes a while for them to like catch up. I find. I, I, anyway, whatever. Yeah, no, I was having this discussion the other day. I was like, "Europe, European music." They're...
1: yeah, there was Share and Aqua, and we're like, "Okay, yeah, totally Aqua." <laughs> yeah, there was a oh, lot of Aqua. <sighs> so uh, that was our first couples' experience. It was a. Um, we we went the first the first night and we, kind of, again kind of just scoped it out. We were really dipping our toe in the water, and uh, again we had sex and there was a, this was the first really busy place. It was at night, you know, the Aquanage was in the middle of the day and stuff like that. So, so we're like, okay, that was that was interesting. We're like, that was that was a cool place. Let's try going back. So the next night we went, and and we met these I don't I don't remember their names. It doesn't matter.
2: Let's call them Jack and Jill.
1: Sure, yeah. So Jack and Jill, our, Sp- our Spanish version of Jack and Jill. She <laughs> had very good English. She worked on the trains, so she spoke like five languages. Her oh, English cool. was pretty good. His wasn't great, but it was better than my Spanish for sure. Um. So they came up and they just introduced them- themselves, and they're like, yeah, my, my wife likes beautiful women. And we're like, okay. <laughs> and we're like, yeah. And and Jim was like, "Yep, yeah, me too. So they started, they started talking, and the guy's like, you know, do you want to – do you want me to go see if there's any... Because they had, like, these little rooms out back, like, these private rooms or whatever. He's like, do you want to see if there's any private rooms left? I'm like, yeah, okay. Sure, we can we can ease into this. I have it butterflies com- in my stomach yeah. right now. Were oh, you we panicking? Were, mm, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're like... And we weren't... In hindsight, we should have been drunker for it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, yeah. Sure. We, sh- we should have been. We were like, right. oh, my God. We only had, like, a drink. Now,
0: like, up to this point, have you guys had a discussion on on like boundaries or limitations like yes. physically where this could and and, and should yep. not go.
1: Yeah. before that, I guess we had um we had um safe sex was a must. Right. Obviously. It was like, you know, if anybody if they, you know, we didn't think they would um anybody look to go without condoms and stuff like that, but we're like, you know, in case it comes up, that's that's definitely not happening. Um, and the other thing was, like, we we were trying to kind of... At that time, we were kind of trying to save a little something for ourselves. So we're like, you know, no kissing on the mouth. Right. We we're like, let's just... We'll leave that. In the past, we didn't, um, even with the threesomes and stuff like that. Like, the two women would make out and stuff like that, but I never made out with them. Um, so that would have been her rule up to this point. Mm-hmm. But then at that time it was kind of we were all kind of just caught up in it and their English wasn't great anyway so we're, we kind of just skipped the step where we tried <laughs> to just explain yes we'll have sex with you but let's not kiss that's too far <laughs> yeah, right right <laughs> so uh so no that was it, it as long as it was safe but he came back and there was no there was no individual rooms okay so we're like okay he goes so yeah do you want to just like head over to the other side and we're like yeah okay so we went and there was a like a great big Oh, I'd have to find... I'd have to... There was a great big submarine almost in the middle of it. Okay. And you could go down below the submarine and there was like... Everything was like like a wipeable... like Not a leather, but like a wipeable, like a vinyl. Mm. And then there was jacuzzis. I'm like, I'm definitely not getting in those. Um, <laughs> no? Too gross? No. I yeah. find... Yeah. It, uh,
0: wa- the water features in sex clubs
3: weird me Yeah.
1: Out. Yeah. Because Oasis is it's good to say, like, you know, no sex in the hot tub. Like, hot tub is for... Relaxing, yeah. No, sec- but this one there was there was people having sex in the hot tub and stuff like that, and I was like, "That's not no." But anyway, so we landed up, we started fooling around, and and we landed up having ha- that was our first full swap. And uh, by the end of it, yeah, we were kind of caught up in it, and then you turn around and there's like thirty people watching. <laughs> we're wow. Walking. We're like, yeah. we should go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was. We left kind of. It was exhilarating for sure, and you know, it's a bit of a, an adrenaline rush and. And that was our very first. That was our we're like. Yeah, we can't find that at home.
0: And was it? Was there a debrief after that? Like between the two of you? And, Definitely. And how, like, how did that feel? Did it feel healthy? Was it a bit scary? Like, what was the? What was the aftermath?
1: The aftermath was. It was kind of. It kind of kind came to an abrupt stop. Um, it 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 went on for a while. It was fun. Um, <laughs> I lost her her earrings somehow. I don't know. I don't. We we still to this day. I, because I like to. Like nibble on the ear a bit. You and swallowed her <laughs> earring. I definitely didn't. <laughs> yeah. I like, shit it out the yeah. next day. <laughs> and uh, we, st- we looked around. We looked and we looked. And she's like, "It's fine. It's fine. She, not expensive. Not expensive." And I'm like, "But still, like, this I feel is a Spanish <laughs> woman's earring." Yes. Okay, yes. Yeah, right. yeah. And and yeah. I don't <laughs> know why my my Spanish accent is very off, but anyway. <laughs> and uh, but uh, Jen was like, "Okay, we." She's like, you know okay let's go let's go she's so just kind of like alright let's let's get back and we gotta so we are, it was only about a kilometer walk back to our Airbnb mm-hmm. and um, and it was a big turn on like it was for us it was always when we get into that kind of situation <coughs> that the aftermath it's always like okay one of the benef- huge benefits that we think swinging is it does really make you appreciate your partner it's stuff that you forget about it's stuff that you you know when you've been having together and you've been having sex for a decade it's just the little things that you don't pay attention to anymore you know like you buy a new car and it's awesome for Ooh. a few months and then you know it's still the same car but you just don't appreciate it the same you get in it a couple months later and you're just like, yeah okay but then if you go and rent something and then you come back to your own car you're like oh i forgot how good this car feels i forgot about this feature that i love i just wasn't right. well, you just it's stuff you take for granted it's nobody's fault you just you just eventually do and i found that swinging was kind of the same thing like you just that night when you're with your partner again you're like oh yeah i forgot just the way that she Whatever the way that she mm-hmm. feels, or that sound that she makes, or the way she knows to like, you know, the way she bites my neck, or you know, little stuff that you're like, you know, that that's really good. So it, it bring. It, I always found that it it really brings us closer afterwards. Mm-hmm. But um, at our first time, I remember, I remember, Jen was just like, you know, she's like, she she did. She get, there was insecurities there. There's always insecurities, and she's like, she's like, she goes, yeah. She's like, I, she got started getting insecure. She's like, you know, you know, you came like twice, and he didn't come at all. And she goes, so she was insecure that. That, that she wasn't turning him on or something, mm. and I was like, no, I don't think that's it. Like, I was like, he, she's probably like, geez, he came too quick. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, you have to look at it from both sides. Plus, it was in the middle of a sex club, and there was like thirty people watching. There's st- stage fright's a thing. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. from a guy's point of view, I was like, don't, don't mm-hmm. get hung up on that. Like, he was probably trying his damnedest to like not finish, and she was kind of like upset that he didn't. So, so there was like, there's. There's always something to debrief and talk about it and how are you feeling about that? Because it's not... Some people make it look super easy and it's just like, yeah, you just... Mm-hmm.
2: It's interesting that, that, w- that that's the insecurity that Jen expressed as opposed to like, like you know, did you feel anything w- with that other woman? Was there any... It, it was more like, how come, yeah. you know, yeah. you know it, this is the situation because... Because when people I think think about this and they think about what they might feel in terms of jealousy, I they're think they're thinking it's...
0: like, "Did her pussy feel better than my pussy?" Or like, you know, or like, <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, was it was it better than me? Kind of thing. Right. Like, I feel like that's where a lot of people's heads would immediately go. Like, instead of going, "Oh well, you came, but I could not make him come." Like, it's, it's yeah, on me. That, like, that, that's yeah. It's such a. It is a bit of a unique.
2: It's really funny though. How many. Revealing experiences there are in Like even in opening things up Or having mm-hmm. sex with other people yeah. Where you go That didn't feel at all What I would have anticipated it to It yeah. opens up a completely different Can of worms, so to speak But the things you think Are going to be the most terrifying Really just end up being like Kind of non-things
1: Because <laughs> yeah. no yeah. I, I guess I don't know In our generation I find that We are really good at separating Love and sex You know Our generation can generally have you can have sex without being in love with a person. Mm. So beforehand, like, we talked a lot about that. And, you know, we made it very clear that, you know, just because we want to try having sex with other people, it, it is for us at that time, it was a purely physical thing. You know, it was just shaking things up, trying something new. Like, you know, it, it wasn't there was no feelings involved. We just met these people like we talked for a little while and they seemed like the kind of people that you'd be friends with, mm-hmm. you know, like they seemed like really cool people and he's like yeah i own a shop down and were you, were you down there we talked about the city and he's like were you down in that square and we're like yeah we were there he's like, oh i own a shop down watches and perfume do you need any perfume or the clone do you need a cologne i'm was like, oh, i pretty good for clone but <laughs> <laughs> you know and she was asking us how we liked uh the trains and stuff like that we're like yeah we love seeing traveling by train because you, you see everything and, and she's like oh i'm on a train so yeah they were definitely the kind of people you want to be have that bit of a chemistry like connection you don't want to be sleeping with people that you wouldn't be friends with.
2: Right. <laughs> <You> know, it, <laughs> I'm going to write that down. Yeah. Um,
1: what When you,
0: after, after this trip to Europe and you come back to, uh, you come back to Canada, back to a small town, um, what's, how did you, how did you continue from there? Like, Um yeah you like you know like do you, do you try to cultivate it in your community or, or
3: no like, or like search search it out a yeah. little
1: more De- we were definitely to i don't know if was, if chicken is the word but we were definitely there was never a thing that was, we should see we should look around our you know get on tinder right in our little little village little town, and yeah, yeah that was never a thought it was like it so was is like, it oh.
0: mostly travel for you then is it like at we, that we time get out of town at that and time
1: and it was for a few years there it was <coughs> it was like yeah when we take our yearly vacation we can when we get out away from our usual bubble we can get on tinder or or you know google these sex clubs and stuff like that and for their first couple times like yeah we we traveled a lot and i get that that's coming from a place of privilege too like not everyone has the means to just be like oh well on my yearly vacation i'll be a swinger yeah kind of thing um but that was the way it was for us for a few years did anyone
0: in your circle know or was this, like, pretty much just between the two of you?
1: No, they knew kind of about the... Just from university and stuff like that, and you're playing drinking games yeah. and stuff like that. They knew about, like, the threesomes. Yeah. And that is, I think, a lot more culturally acceptable. It's Maybe. like, oh, okay, well, you had a threesome. That That's cool. But from a guy's point of view, when you start... When it starts coming out that someone else another man is having sex with your wife then the stigma happens yeah it's like you, oh you can you can have sex with another woman or or the two women can have sex because culture tells us that's cool that's you know mm-hmm. bisexuality and that you know every music video you know that kind of thing that's okay but then it's i'm supposed to you know cultural says i'm supposed to be possessive yeah. yeah you know it's like oh oh my god like you two do that like another guy like how are you okay with that how do you not want to punch the guy in the face how do you and i'm like well it's I just don't, we just don't see it that way. We yeah.
0: just, I just, I feel, especially from like small, more rural areas, yeah. like it's, it's much more the case. Yeah. Of, so, you know, that kind of point of view.
1: So at that point it was, yeah, we're so sort of like, oh, well, when we go next year, we'll so, you know, when we hit up Amsterdam, we'll, we'll see what that's about, you know? So, but then it was after that trip that, um, I came home one day from work and Jim was like, oh, I found, uh, she goes, I found this. And she kind of spun the laptop around and it was, um, it was, um, adult friend finder or oh. like or swap binder that you can use the same if you log into one it's it's the other So people call it different things but uh okay is yeah it's basically just a website and um kind of like facebook i guess you can make a couple's profile and um that's cool yeah so it's very
0: geared it's solely just for swingers i always thought adult friend finder was like looking for a buddy sp- just a drinking sp- sp- buddy no kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm you like i need over? a new homie I, <laughs> yeah, get my homies out uh no i always thought it was like um like, sp- like spam. I always, I, I, like, you know what I mean? It's like when yeah, I, when I no, log it's, onto it, it's, it's like, I'm like, this is just, this is all fake. This is not like the, it's just a bunch of, uh, um, uh, like catfishes. Like, I, right. like that's the, that's, yeah, that's what no, I it's, always assumed.
1: That was the first one we tried. So you can set it up like a, you can put like, you know, you can fill it out like, uh, um, male 27. you can, you can plug in out. your, your, your height, your weight, your so whenever you go to a profile you, you can't have a singles profile but you can have a, um, a a couples profile and you can have like the male the female your ages your weight your height you can have a little write up like what you're looking for like you know we're looking for people you know you can click um, non-smoker heavy smoker drug user non-drug user um, you can even you can and then your Whoa, it's called, interesting! It's Look called that. your Cupid, your Cupid preferences, and you can fill in like what you're looking for. So it, you're looking for just a female, or just a male, or a couple, or transgendered, yeah. or you can limit it by race if you're conservative. No, <laughs> <I'm> kidding, <laughs> just kidding, people. You've got <laughs> you, you've got uh, <laughs>
0: province Nova Scotia, closest city Dartmouth, Halifax, and Glace Bay.
1: Glace Bay. The fact that they would say Glace Bay that, instead of Sydney is interesting. That's super interesting. Yeah. That they put that there. Yeah. So um, that's how we started and. Yeah, you can you can limit like a, a radius, so you can say like you know find everyone within a two hundred and forty kilometer radius or five hundred kilometer radius and stuff like that. So, so that yeah, so we made were a there profile. Were a lot of people? Yeah. Um, there wasn't a huge amount, but th- we were surprised at how many there were. Okay. We were kind of like, holy crap! Did so, you know anyone? No, we eventually we landed up running into like one person that, one male that we had, kind of an acquaintance, not not somebody okay. real close, but um. But yeah, so we were on there not very long, and a couple from New Brunswick messaged us, and they're like, "Hey guys, you know," and we, and we didn't know what the hell we were doing. You know, we were like, "Okay, like, well, well, obviously you no know, face pictures," and like everyone had, everyone puts up, you know, like nudes of themselves or whatever. But it's very, you know, most people don't have face pictures on, and and they're like, "Hey, we're we're so and so and so and so and." And they sent us a picture. Like, hey, if you're, you know, if there's a mutual connection, you know. A yeah. headless, photos. They said no, the, headless no, photo. No, they, they actually sent us, they had a couple of pictures on their oh, on their I page, see. but they sent us a face picture. And they're like, you <laughs> know. And that so was, funny. the. we were kind of surprised because it, it made it real. We were seeing these profiles and they just, when they were like a nameless, nameless, faceless profile, you're like, yeah, okay. They don't feel like real people. Yeah. And all of a sudden this couple was like, hey, yeah, they were, they were mid thirties and they were very fit and, you know, um. They were both professionals and she had a master's degree and we were kind of like okay like cool and smart yeah hot. yeah and we're like okay and they were like yeah we're so and so if if we if you guys are interested just message us back river and we're like hey okay you know and and they signed their names so we're like okay so i guess we can i guess they're from new Brunswick. So it's safe that we, we can we can give them our first names like that that's okay so we messaged them back and and um and then it, and we talked for a while and then we exchanged numbers and there was flirting and to me that's again one of the when people think of swinging they think of okay you're just saying like okay meet me in room 320 at the marriott and and then we'll have sex. Right. And but the vast majority of it is the build up and the flirting and the texting and 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 that leads to a lot of well for us anyway for our experience a lot more sex between us. Right. Because you know like you get all when, turned on yeah, all the time. Well exactly. When you're when you're trying to line up four adults <laughs> schedules <laughs> you're working around oh, when you're working around you when, you're, the when you're when you're working around two periods and four jobs <laughs> and <laughs> sometimes point. sometimes kids yeah and so it's like okay well you're looking you're exchanging calendars it's like okay well two and a half months from now oh my i think God. we have a free night and for so from then to then it's there's a lot of yeah like you just you get i get home from work and and jen's like oh i was I was talking to so and so, and she starts reading me the texts, and I'm like, "Oh my goodness, you guys, got- <laughs> okay." Like, <laughs> I'm surprised. You know, it caught me off guard. I'm like, "Okay, that that turns me on. Okay, cool. I'm like, all right, this is this is fun." So, and then it turns. Obviously, you know, you're not meeting these people for two months, so it turns into a lot of intimacy between us. Right. Mm. So that's one of the really cool benefits. That was kind of an unexpected benefit for us. Right. And uh, so then we eventually did meet them like halfway between where we were and there were and we just went out to the bar and we're like yeah just let's just get a couple drinks and uh and that's what we did and we and we clicked immediately and it was and there was some chemistry there and and that was our first i guess our first swap with a couple on this continent right (laughs) and uh from then on we're like okay that was that was good so that we're like that's kind of that's how we that's how we were starting to find people okay um for a while until we really started to f- notice that there was there was few it seemed like there was fewer and fewer people on on the swap finder oh really yeah and there was or or it was either fewer people or fewer people in our age age <coughs> bracket right it seemed like there was a lot of like f- mid-40s to mid-50s mm-hmm. and we were kind of looking for people in our own age group you know mid-20s to mid-30s 40 kind of thing yeah so and then a couple that we had met from there we didn't um, we kind of just met them. We were actually in the same hotel just coincidentally. And they were like, okay, well, she's like, we're just about to go to bed, but come up and we'll just meet. And that's all we did. And we just chatted with them. And, and they mentioned, they're like, you know, oh, we use, um, I mentioned about the how glitchy the site can be, the SwapFinder. And, and she said, oh, I barely use that anymore. I use SwapFinder. And that's the first time I had ever heard of SwapFinder. And um, so we're like, oh, she's like, yeah, I, I use that. It's way better. So that's when we, 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 um, we made a profile on swap finder and that's that was kind of a sorry i'm saying swap finder i meant fet life
3: oh, fet okay life. I, I, was I was gonna like, clarify are you repeating the same thing yeah yeah okay <laughs> gotcha. FetLife. Fet life. Yeah. Fet yeah.
1: life yeah you guys have talked about fet life a little bit, a but, little um, bit yeah. so it's not as geared solely to swingers it's a really broad it is as broad of a spectrum <laughs> yep. as can be it is wide yeah. um but there, we did find that there's a lot more people our age yeah and you can't set it up like a couple's profile, but a lot of people do. They just say at the very beginning of the write-up, like, this is a couple's profile. Like, mm-hmm. you could be talking to either one of us, just ask. Yeah. Or, or you can, like, whatever.
0: link, you can, like, kind of... Yes. There's ways to, like, link your another are, user yep. into your profile. Yeah. like...
1: Yeah, we didn't know. do that just because... Just With all the things in life oh to do, God. it was like <laughs> taking care of another <laughs> social media profile. That is, that's, just, that is honestly because I was like, I'm yeah. gonna
0: fuck with FetLife. Like, I'm gonna get into it. And yeah. then it was like, when I tried to get on LinkedIn, I was like, What am I doing? I I'm managing like yeah. 16 social media yeah. fucking profiles already. I can't, I can't do it.
1: Yeah, and some people say, like, you know, it, it oh, if the couple profiles, that's just a hint of you know distrust there. I'm like, No, that's not it. We're just we just purely lazy. Yeah, yeah, we just don't want to regulate two Friggin profiles. That's yeah. just that's just all there is to it.
2: Gosh, you know what? That just reminded me of is MySpace. Did would you guys have had ever had MySpace? Okay, no. so MySpace, you could customize, you could customize the whole background of your profile with different images, different color palettes. You could spend hours crafting your. Oh yeah. Your MySpace. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, yeah.
0: and people were like. Proud of their MySpace pages. Oh, yeah. Stages. Yeah.
2: I was yeah. one of those people.
3: <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was how we got into it with when we're like, okay, we can't just, we want this to be a little bit more a part of our life than the every year or every second year vacation. So that's how we got into kind of the local community in, in Halifax. Not right. so much. So pretty much everybody in Nova Scotia, I think in, it's you know, on Bet Life, you can put Sydney or Halifax. Yeah. You, you pick one. But, um, but I think when you, if you search like the HRM, I think it comes up almost like 25,000.
0: There's a, there's a healthy amount of people. Archive. On there. The yeah. 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 It's a, it's yeah. a, it's a quite a large community.
1: Yep. And like you said, not everybody's swing. Some people are just like, you know, no, I just like to be tied up. Yeah. You know, that's it. No, no sexual yeah. piece. Nope. Just, I just like to get tied up. So I just share pictures here. So, and, and that's great. But, uh. Yeah, that's how we cool. That's how we get into that.
0: One thing that I am curious about is the the and and I know that like you kind of you made you made a point of this in your email, um, but coming from a small town um, in in rural Nova Scotia, um, what what's the like? Did, were you guys brought up religious? Like, did you have a religious background? And like, did that does that play a role in in the way that you've decided to explore your sexuality, or ways that you might um, not have?
1: Yeah, we we're religion. You know, rural Nova Scotia. It's very, you know, the entire the entire village is everyone goes usually, to church on Sunday. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The church is the biggest building in in the in the community. <laughs> <Right>. You know, <laughs> um, you that's know. why that's they the, have the that, uh, cell phone towers. That's where the dance was. Where the, all <laughs> yeah. that making out was happening. Yeah, yeah. So that church. for me, that it later in life, it didn't have so much of an impact. When I was younger, it was kind of like you know, it was it was try not to masturbate that's against our religion kind of thing um but then i guess as we got older it was kind of like you know what let's just let's just focus on being really good to people yeah you know even even my childhood priest is funny he one thing he always just said he used to say i remember from mass being as a kid him saying you know when you get to the pearly gates you're only gonna get asked one question and that question is you're gonna ask how did you treat my people he goes that's all he goes because that's how you have treated me like coming from from jesus so he's like, so that was, that, and that's kind of the way I kind of took it. I was like, you know what, let's just, let's just do that. That's a lot easier than, you know, everyone.
2: That's profound. That's quite yeah. a thing to take out of your childhood. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and that's
1: what, because, you know, because people take every, they decide these days, people decide what they want to take out of the religion and what they don't,
3: hmm.
1: the way I see it. You know, people say, well, if you look at the old, the old testaments and the old books and stuff like that, if you're taking all of that literally, you can't do anything that's not against the rules. Yeah. So my thing is it's like, well, they gave us fresh rules. There's the Old Testament and that's where everybody gets the you know, Oh, being gay is that's against that's against religion. It's like, yeah, well, so was going to the bathroom for God's sakes. Like <laughs> you Hold <know>? it. <laughs> yeah, like you can't you can't you're not supposed to plant two crops of different two different crops side by side you know right. that person's supposed to get stoned so i was like so can't we just agree <laughs> rightly so too if you <laughs> yeah, ask me yeah yeah it's like, how dare they wear garments crops. made of two different threads like that burn that person you yeah, know yeah so i was like can't we just agree to just just settle on you know let's not let murder you know let's just be good to each other let's you know the golden rule kind of thing um are you still do you still go to church or feel yeah inclined not inclined to be not certainly not like every every sunday kind of thing but yeah we still do go um both of us we were both raised catholic um but yeah so we we kind of just we're kind of at peace of it like we're not we're not hurting anybody we're not because some people you will run into some people of that life be like oh you know like you know oh just let you guys know like my my husband doesn't know that or my hu- wife doesn't know and we're very like, oh, no, okay. Like, that's that's fine for you, but we're not getting into that. Yeah, yeah. we're not going to contribute. Yeah, we're not, yeah. you know, no judgment, but we're not going to get in on that. You know, so we're like, no thanks. And yeah. and some people are kind of get a little bit upset about it. And they're like, oh, well, you know, it's none of your damn business. Like, well, okay, but it's, it's our business who we decide to spend our time with. And that's looking, that's inviting drama into our relationship. Yeah. Because next, I don't need a nasty message from, oh, you got with my, you know, my wife. What the, you know, so we don't need that. So. So uh, smart
2: yeah that's real smart <laughs> <It's> <laughs> those like, are no. some good boundaries you yeah got so
1: there. yeah a lot of people it's pretty common to see to see people saying like you know we don't we don't want drama yeah. you know because we did we had dinner with a, a couple that we met on a swap finder we met um i think back when it's the temple bar i think it's two doors down bar sure, yeah. uh-huh. we met there and they seem like really again like our age, good looking and um sometimes they sound great when you're talking to them and then you meet in person. And it becomes very apparent sometimes you'll see it's noticeable when when one person in the couple is more invested in the, than the other mm. you can tell that she didn't want to be there mm. they weren't on the same page and it was really apparent pretty quickly she seemed very nice but she just you could tell she was like i'm not comfortable mm. with this all. Yeah. like i'm kind of kind of got drug here that's so. uncomfortable yes so i was kind of like oh, why did why did you make this sound like you guys were totally cool with this because it was very apparent that we weren't so we kind of like did you call
2: it? Did you say that out loud to them, to her? or
1: No, we we were kind of discreet about it, but we weren't there, oh, five minutes, and Jen kind of gave me the, the, the tap signal. on the knee, kind of the thing of like, you know, I'm uncomfortable because she's clearly uncomfortable. And uh, so we're like, so you do find those people. You do come across the people you think might be a good fit. Yeah, meet with them for a drink or two, and then you think, yeah, no, I, it's just not. It's just not, a, We there's no click, and I'm not engaging sexually with, even if there's no not supposed to be any romantic feelings and stuff like that you still yeah. want there to be a little bit of a click there you want there to be some chemistry sure yeah. yeah of course and so we're like okay and i think they were kind of like okay well we, ha- we have somewhere to be tonight but yeah like tomorrow night and and we were kind of like yeah no no uh not it's not for us and again he was kind he was a bit pushy and she was you can tell she was kind of like okay that's cool with me like i yeah. wasn't into this in the beginning <laughs> yeah right and um but yeah he was he was rude to the to our server too and that was a turnoff for us. <laughs> Not a good. That's an, that, that's yeah. an immediate
0: red flag. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He started like almost harassing her about dessert, and it was it was a cocktail bar. And he, well, do you guys have any dessert here? And she was like, uh, No, no, but you could try like the middle spoon is just down there. And he was like, No, no, I, I'd like to, I'd like some dessert like here. And I'm thinking I'm across the table like, Are you deaf? She, that she they don't just said they don't. She, have yeah, that. she she. She's not running the kitchen. She told I don't they... like
2: that guy. No, and that I'm was... really mad at him.
1: What a douche! Yeah, and so we're like, yeah, okay. So we kind of wrap things up. We we're polite about it, like, oh, okay, yeah, we gotta go too. Had a had our one drink, left. We literally stepped outside the door, and Gemma's like, he's never touching me. No,
2: <laughs> no, yeah, he like... and I feel a little sad for him at the same time because I don't know what made him like that, but it can't yeah. be it yeah. can't it be like all was... that pleasurable to walk around being a guy that elicits that kind of response from people. You know bad energy. I mean.
0: Could have been a bad day too. Could have been just been the day, you know. Yeah, could. You, you never yeah, know. You never know. Right. Uh, have you guys found a a couple or a uh, like a play partner that you see uh, on a semi regular basis, or is it you kind of what? just like hopping?
1: We're kind of looking for that couple, right? Yeah. yeah, we would really like to find people that we really just enjoy spending time with them. Whether it's hanging out, yeah, playing some mini golf, or yeah. you know anything, going out to dinner. And then mini golf is a big thing in uh, in the small rural town. Oh, the uh, only North thing it's yeah. sw- in
0: the swinging
2: community—it's it's in the church. It's in the basement. Mini golf is huge in the swinging community.
3: <laughs> I don't know
2: why that came to.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I love mini golf. I'm excited Super that you said it. Super fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh fuck. So, but you—you've had? Have you had partners that have been reoccurring? Can-
1: we had yeah. or one of our, we had, one of our threesomes with. The, the very first reason we ever had. That was kind of that happened twice with the same partner, and then we had a partner after that that happened probably four or five times. But it was it wasn't ideal. And then these people, you know, this is shortly after university, and then they pair up and get boyfriends that turn into husbands mm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then and then that's not really that talked part of about. That yeah, is that, over. That's right. It's kind of like okay, well, that was me, and that was me in 2012. You know, not me in 2015. <laughs> My God, like I'm people past don't that. change. I, I'm, a, I'm mature now. Let's do, okay, I'm gonna. <laughs>
2: I guess I'm just wondering if, like, in your conversations, navigating towards finding maybe like more of a long-term couple situation, or do do are you talking much, or have you, you know, explored the subject of like catching feelings for people? It once you start engaging with mm. them more than a it hasn't times. come up
1: too much. We just we haven't had we haven't found a couple yet that we're like okay. The very first couple, we really we both we like them. Yeah, and. Unfortunately, their, their the, marriage ended.
2: Oh, no. Yeah, like,
1: probably, I don't know, probably a year after we saw them. So we were kind of, we were kind of, that was our very first couple here. And then after that, we've kind of been, like, trying to find, like, a replacement for them almost. Mm. Like, yeah, they were nice. Like, that was, that was fun. But, yeah, yeah, no. Maybe they'll just, get
2: back together just for you guys. <laughs> maybe.
1: Maybe. Maybe no, you should I invite them up that. to your town and
2: get a couple extra bedrooms in your house. Yeah, and.
1: yeah. so, uh, no, we are kind of, we would like to find a couple that we just, you know, can have a kind of an ongoing thing. Cause I mean, the sex is usually better once, mm. once you kind of
0: get to know the buttons. Yeah. Of yeah. The Cause person. I mean, the first time, yeah. is, if
1: if every time your first time, it's like, okay, well have, you do have to start learning what, what people like, what they don't like, yeah. what what uh, really does it for them kind of thing. So, um, yeah. do you think, could you
2: ever see yourself going as far as, uh, I mean,
1: like living with another couple? I don't think so. I, and I say that partly because, <laughs> partly because of where we live. It's a hard no, Jen. Jen. <laughs> Jen's just like shaking her head like, yeah, absolutely. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Give the right answer
0: here. <laughs> I mean that 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 w- I feel like that would be crossing into very different territory. You know, like that. Yeah. I mean, I mean
2: no, it's I, not. I mean, I'm
0: sure you could be still like label yourself and identify as a swinger with like a live in, like s- swinging couple. Friend couple that like roommates. things, yeah, they're just roommates and like things don't go, things don't get like um, the reason romantic I romantic and and it's not it's, it still stays kind of like
2: the reason I asked that is because last night I was home alone, which almost never happens because I have I live with Jeremy and Becca and uh, Ian and Aaron live in my house as well, and I've got Rob downstairs and you know Todd's over sometimes, so it's like there's a lot of people in my right? house yeah. and. I was cleaning the other day, and I was like, you know what's really interesting is, like, this house and all the people that it holds has become kind of, like, my adult family. Like, they're the people that I'm around the most. I don't have kids, but, like, we, together, we manage to, like, feed the animals, and, like, all the roommates pitch in on that, and we manage to, like, clean the house. And I'm like, this is, it's like thinking about, my life and like how i've arrived where i'm at and being like isn't this interesting i grew up in a house full of people like i had four (laughs) little sisters and like friends over all the time and it's like i've kind of recreated this same sort of environment where there's like there's always someone around and and like just like varying different levels of relationship with everybody who's in the house and it's kind of just kind of charming but i don't know
1: about another another couple well part of the reason that it would be a We've never discussed it or or really thought that that would ever happen is because of where we live mm. it would it would it would really be socially unacceptable, unfortunately, yeah, the entire it, it, town it, yeah just. it would be it, you would be on the, the you, front cover of the paper I think I don't know um. <laughs> yeah. does
2: it does any part of your life like <coughs> suffer because you aren't open about the
1: way you conduct your relationship I don't think so because. We're privileged in the in the way that we do from the outside, just look like your average heterosexual cis couple. You know, we don't. Nobody would look at us and be like, "Yeah, are they? Are they doing other things on the side?" Kind of thing. Like you wouldn't. You probably wouldn't gauge it from looking at us. So we have, and we don't really show that side of ourselves where we live. You know, we when we come to the city. You know, we get an Airbnb. We can go out and and we do really enjoy that we do have a couple that we've met a couple times and they're they're kind of becoming like friends like you know we they're the one who i think the only ones that we you know they like, they follow us on instagram we follow them on instagram you know we kind of keep up on each other's lives and stuff like that but but still for them like they have they have some kids and they live here and and we live away so you know we only get up to the city every i don't know at the most once a month mm-hmm. kind of thing so
2: it sounds like that sort of forced distance is like has really given you the opportunity to take your time with this process and yeah, discover it, and
1: we couldn't we couldn't run with it if we wanted to do right. So it really has never forced the conversation. I think we did briefly talk. We're like, you know, we could possibly someday, like, maybe we, we like a triad situation. Mm-hmm. Like we could possibly, if the right woman came or, came along, like maybe that's probably the extent of where we would take it. But still. Because I could see, I could see Jen having a girlfriend, someone, someone who were both romantically involved with. Yeah. But I'd, I, I can never see us again. Kind of because where we live, and I don't know how that would work with kids and stuff like that. I just. Mm.
2: Do you guys want kids?
1: Yeah. 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 So I'm not sure how that would work either. You could, we could probably make it work, but again, I, th- I think we'd be ostracized within the community. Unfortunately, if, mm. I mean, there could be dozens of swingers in our community. I, we <laughs> <You> <laughs> never just know. Even know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could. Could. But uh, unfortunately that's the way it is in the small town Nova Scotia. It doesn't sound
2: like it bothers you too much that you can't it, have that there.
1: It, we're really busy in our in our lives <laughs> at home. Yeah. So it's like, well, I guess it's it's okay to be just, you know, working on our own keeping our own relationship strong and healthy and and our careers and so it's it's kind of a nice it's kind of a nice release. It's like, okay, you know, at the end of the month we're gonna go up to Halvax. we're gonna you know, we'll we'll go out to dinner. If we like a couple, you know, you might have some fun. Try some new things. Whatever. Um, Go out to the... Uh, Bastet? Yeah. We've never, actually never been to Bastet yet, but we did... Uh, we've been to an, a nightshade party, and that was a lot of fun. And, oh, cool. Um, and the ORG parties. We mm-hmm. kind of... We, we, we were... I was shocked when... Because we kind of thought in order to see like that sex scene, sex club scene, we're going to have to go to Europe. Mm. we kind of thought that was always going to be the way it was. So we were kind of shocked through fet Life when we started finding that that's actually happening in Halifax a little mm-hmm. bit. So that was, kind of, that was cool. Um, it was unexpected, but, but um, so yeah, we're kind of slowly getting into the community a little bit, but it is slow when you're, when you don't live here, when you're not in it all the time, it's kind of like somebody, yeah. somebody will message you and say, Hey, want to, you guys want to meet up for a drink tonight? It's like, Oh no, we're, we're five hours away. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. yeah, maybe next time. Yeah. Kind of thing. So
0: but well, this, um, this has been really uh, a really like refreshing kind of point of view and and conversation because it's there's something so I, I mean within the hour that we've been speaking um there is something very i feel like not unique but like uh rare i feel like rare that we've come across of of like the the sort of attitude at which you come at your your scenario situation with like exploring exploring swinging and like opening things up um within your marriage like it's yeah there's just like it's just a very uh
2: it's clear that you have like a very uh communicative and like supportive relationship
1: that uh communication is you can't yeah in my opinion you can't do what we do without talking about everything yeah you know like and we've and some people we've talked to couples and them saying like like how did you uh, you know you discuss like how did you guys get into what kind of thing and like oh we just we just decided we want to try one day so we got on plenty of fish and we just found and they just you know dive right, in. right in. yeah and yeah. some people just just go right in the deep end and that just wasn't the way we did it for mm-hmm. whatever reason we were just we did just kind of inch kind of a little closer a little closer we kind of pushed a little a little more and a little more and and i guess yeah it was just but i i do think that it's the way we do it isn't isn't out of the out of the norm from the people we've spoken to and and the people we've met it's pretty standard i think in the community that mm-hmm. people say like you know everyone's kind of on the same page not everyone a lot of people are on the same page that they enjoy having like a little bit larger circle in their in their sexual life they're like you know one person said they're like well like it's ridiculous the way that people it's like it's like food it's like you know cultural cult, society doesn't say oh, well, you like pizza, so you need to eat this pizza for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, it can be like, well, pizza can be your favorite, you know, but you can also have the odd hamburger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure, yeah. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. So that's the way we're, you know, and that's... It, it is crazy, though, in my opinion, the way we see it, the way society's like, well, you pick your one person because for me... She was the first. Jim was the first person I ever had sex with. Yeah, she was so, your pizza. Yeah, she was my pizza. So I was like, okay, like this meat lovers pizza. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have to eat this forever. Yeah. yeah. So if I was going by like what society dictates, I would have like lived and died with one sexual partner. Yeah. And I don't know. I have FOMO too bad. To I was like, well, no. It would be nice to just.
0: There's yeah. a lot of burgers out there.
1: Yeah, you yeah. try all the toppings. Sausages. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 Condiments. Yeah. So, <laughs>
1: yeah. so people people have laid it out like that, and I was like, that's an interesting way of looking at it. And
0: it really is. Like yeah. meat.
1: Yeah. And they're saying <laughs> one person was like, well, "For me, you know, when people, because some sometimes when people hear like swinging, the immediate thing they think of is like when you read the if you ever read like the comments online when when articles like that are published or like poly or swinging, oh yeah the, oh yeah we the, had that the, oh, oh yeah. yeah yeah it was a good article. Um, It was Yeah Yeah. So but people Some of the comments you see is Well Do you really love that person If you can see them Having sex with someone else
3: Yeah
1: And my thing is Well if you put the sex On the pedestal When it's like You only ever Have this With the person That's your person But as Again as As our generation We've We've been We're very okay with when we're we don't have a full time partner, we're okay with casual sex. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why can't we be okay with casual sex and still have it separated from the relationship?
2: I don't think that's going to change for in people's minds, unless unless the conversation about pleasure becomes way more mainstream. Like we are our religion and you know other reasons too have like really inhibited our I think our like. Are right to feel pleasure. It's like, mm-hmm. it's gotta be hard work and, and, yeah. and then there's supposed to be sacrifices. Yeah. Like, and yeah. then the way you're allowed to like celebrate <clears throat> and, and feel pleasure are, is like, like so narrow according to, it's like, Oh, we get, we go out for drinks. We're going to party. Or we're going to let loose or whatever. Yeah. But like actual, like sensual pleasure is so rarely discussed in terms of its importance in our like experience of being alive. And I just, I think that people People don't realize that sex is, a, you know, it's often about pleasure.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's so... And you can just... There's just... There's just more options. Yeah. You know, you add a, a person or two people or whatever. Six? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You add more. And there's just... There's more opportunities. There's just things you can try or do or see if you enjoy if there's more than two. You can only... You can only do so many things with two people. So it's just... It just opens up, opens up a lot more doors. Mm-hmm. Cool. And someone's like, you know, well... And back to, like, the comments and the, the well, do you really, is she really the one if you can stand seeing it? I'm just, I was like, well, think of it as, like, going on vacation. You know, when you go on vacation, does somebody say, like, oh, why are you going on vacation? Do you not do you not love where you, do you not love home? It's like, well, of course, home is my favorite place ever. But I still like going on vacation. And that's kind of the way I see it. Like, Jen is, is home. She's the one I love the very most. And that's never going to change. But it's also fun to go on vacation for a night or an hour or whatever mm-hmm. and then it's like at the end of every vacation you're always kind of like you know what it's time to go home time to get home so yeah for us that's just the way we see it that's and hopefully hearing this more people will be like you know that yeah we could we could try that we could ease into that there is ways that just you can ease into it you can like people just think of swinging and they think okay that's just chaotic you having you, you like full-on like penetrative sex with
3: mm-hmm. we're
1: switching yeah but people, say, you know, once you get into it, you realize that people say, "Oh, what are you guys into? Do you are you into full swap or soft swap? Which is just like you know, oral, basically." Like, and we've seen that. Like people say, like, "Okay, like no, no, like you can, you know, it's okay if you you eat her out, but don't don't penetrate her. Cool, yeah. You just talk. It's very the it's, the community itself is very communicative. It's very mm. just just be very upfront and open about what you're okay with, what you're not okay with, <coughs> what you what's what's your your yellows, what's your greens, what's your reds, you know, what's Mm. what's a full stop. And generally it's always everyone's, you know, it's very, we haven't come across people that where um, protection wasn't uh, everyone's basically, you know, Mm. full protection and just as long as, as long as everybody's comfortable, kind of do your own thing. But um, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: This has been really sweet. I'm glad, I'm glad you guys were A, in town and that you reached out to by the studio. Yeah, we were glad to all the It was really, yeah, really fun. thank you so much. So thank you for that. It's been a joy. And uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week as always with another great conversation. And in the meantime, go to Apple Podcasts and hit the subscribe button and leave a rating and a review. And then go to patreon.com <laughs> slash turn me on and, uh, and join our little community there uh, because that is, uh, it actually plays a big role in, in allowing us to have conversations like this, and to to travel outside our our home, which is our favorite place. But sometimes, you know, we like to go other places and explore. like LA. Yeah, and and you know, it's not all about pizza. We want the burgers too. So uh, so we want to we want to get around and, and meet you people and talk to you people and we so, meet you hamburgers. Yeah, we want to meet all the hamburgers, all the condiments. <laughs> uh, so go to Patreon.com/slash TurnMeOn. Uh, if you wanna, if you wanna support the podcast, and thank you
2: so much to our supporters on Patreon.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, Turn me at gmail dot com. Yeah,
2: email send us an email if you wanna be a guest on the show or if you have a question you'd like us to take a stab at answering.
0: And uh, if you wanna know what's what's the latest, what's happening, uh, follow us on Instagram at Turn Me On Podcast. That is it for this week. Until next week.
3: Go
2: fuck yourself.